Welcome to episode 4 of the Coaching Confidential podcast. The podcast that brings you behind the curtain of real life unscripted coaching conversations. We allow you to be a fly on the wall listening in to what others are exploring. You'll hear what's true for the clients as it is happening and you'll experience what powerful coaching can be like from the perspective of the client and the coach in our post game. If this is your first time listening, we invite you to relax and notice what comes alive for you as you listen. We are your hosts, Vimla and Lisa D, and we are thrilled that you're here. In this episode, Vimla coaches me. Together, we explore the aftermath of me completing a long-held goal. That's obtaining my official coaching credential after 13 years of making a living as a coach. This topic has been supercharged for me across the years for a lot of reasons. Mostly I've ignored the topic. However, last year I set my mind to earning the credential, even though I had complex feelings about it. It's only now that I've been awarded the credential that I'm beginning to unpack what this was all about for me. So this session outlines the start of that slow unpacking. Lisa, do I have permission to coach you? Yes, you do. Last time we spoke, you said you have a coaching topic. That topic was very alive when I brought it up and it's still there, like there's still something to discover. Let me just share for a second what it is and we can decide whether we want to look at it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the topic was about my credentialing. Mm. (laughs) You know, I had a lot of coaching to get me to the point where I earned the credential, where I did the things necessary to get the credential. But it's interesting as I completed the process, particularly the final stages of the process, I, I got the sense that there's interesting material about myself contained within. <laughs> and I, I kind of want to get clear on some of it. I mean, I, I feel it. I feel the energy of it, I guess. I feel it as a thing, mm-hmm. you know, um, it was very like next to me (laughs) as I was completing the test, getting my results, and then ultimately receiving the credential like sooner than I thought it was going to come. I felt like there was this thing there, but I'm not like kind of clear what it is. Although I feel a little bit like it's a, a box with some stuff in it. It's really about exploring that, that I feel like is an, as a opportunity. Great. Do you want to explore it today? Yeah, Uh, you know, sure. Yes. The answer is yes. Awesome. All right. So what are we exploring? Yeah. So I guess let's just start with where I'm at. I'm very much in touch with the image of this 
container next to me alongside the journey. It's like, I feel um, if I were to create a, you know, how metaphorical I can be, you know, it's like, there's this box with a bow on it. Like it's a gift. Like it's a thing that's happening that is inviting me to open it and say like, okay, here's a thing. Here's some things to know about yourself. And um, I have a little bit of hesitancy to open it. If you were to name the box, what would you call it? It's funny, this word just came to mind and it came to me in Italian. <laughs> sorpresa. Sorpresa is surprise in English. Sorpresa. Yeah, I would name the box surprise. Mm. So it's a surprise box and it's a gift. Those are the two things we know about the box. Yeah. How big is the box? It started out in my mind small, but just when you asked me, it got bigger. How big is it now? It's bigger than me. Wow. <laughs> Are you ready to open it? No. It's like, I'm just walking around it, looking at it. It's so interesting. Like, okay, so I think I mentioned that I feel like there's this package and that I feel hesitant to explore it. But you asked if I want to explore it with you. And the minute that we started exploring it, I felt more comfortable with it. But then when you ask me if I want to open it, I'm, I'm still not ready. So I'm not that comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's not open it. Yeah. So you said you're walking around it, looking at it. What do you see? Well, it's pretty. It's like a, it's a nice, sturdy box, but it's adorned with this beautiful bow. And I'm noticing I'm suspicious of it. Mm, interesting. What color is it? Gold. The whole box is gold? Yeah, it's, well, you know what? I <laughs> The image is like the gift emoji um, on, on the iPhone, you know, gold with a red ribbon. Yeah, and it's bigger than you. And it's bigger than me. And I'm just kind of walking around it and I'm like looking up at it because it's way taller than me but it's like super close to me. Like it's like touching my skin. Yeah. You know, it's not far from me. It's, it's almost like, yeah, it's a part of me. So you're not ready to open it yet. I don't know. I think I'm trying to get comfortable with it is what's happening here. Okay. Uh, all right. So how do you want to get comfortable? Well, for now, I'm kind of, it's sort of like a, a Christmas, you know, you've got the gifts under the tree. And so you're kind of like trying to guess what could it be? Is it something I want or is it socks? <laughs> <You know? laughs> All right. So let, let's explore 
the first option is it something that you want so what would you want if it was something that you want something that's easy to receive mm mm-hmm. mhm mhm uh something i didn't know i needed mm even if the need was just to receive it in other words like there's a an awareness that sometimes we get a thing that we already have but it wasn't until we got it that we realized or we remembered that we had it yes so it's almost like almost like okay i'm like i'm speaking in deep metaphor here <laughs> but um it's almost like someone gives you a mirror mm yeah right and so i feel like what's in the box is something like that and the metaphor i was actually using is like okay i have a thing i don't know it's a it's placemats mm-hmm. for the table right and i already have 3 of them mhm but in the box is the fourth yeah so you're like oh my god i already have this exact same placemat but i only had 3 now i have 4 now i can actually put them on the table <laughs> yes yes it's almost like it's a complimentary gift the missing piece yes so so far what we know about the boxes it's huge it's gold it has a red ribbon it's touching you it's very close to you it's a surprise and it's a gift and you hope that it's the missing piece yeah that's the that's the real magic right there yeah that it it's it completes something important yes or necessary yes yes so what is the missing piece without opening the box hmm <clears throat> yeah i'm going to come back to the mirror right the the mirror cuz a mirror is like not the circus mirror. <laughs> I have plenty of those. <laughs> um <clears throat> this mirror is like a really clear accurate mirror. It's a representation of what is um and what always has been. <clears throat> and if I begin to like draw lines between that and my awareness of this box being present um which started like last week when i was taking the the knowledge exam and particularly when i got the results mm-hmm. it's like yeah there was this sense of surprise you know um surprise that this was easy to do yeah surprise that in fact 
I already knew everything. Because even when I got the email, I've been waiting for this email that would invite me to take this exam for a very long time. <laughs> and when I got it, I thought, okay, now I can start preparing. <laughs> it's like, wait, no, <laughs> no. Like, what if you already know everything there is to know to take this test? What if you're already prepared? Like, you know, and so the, I caught myself in this belief that I'm not prepared, this belief of not enough. I haven't prepared enough and my knowledge is not enough. I am not enough, mm -hmm. which is not originally mine. Yeah. So it seems to me like the surprise or the missing piece is the knowledge that you are enough, that you know everything you need to know. Yes, it is. As you say it back to me, as you reflect back to me, like, I'm like, I'm comfortable hearing it. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, and you probably noticed this, when I started talking about the I'm not enough belief, even though I'm like, it's not mine, I'm much more comfortable talking about that than I am talking about the fact that, in fact, I am. Yes. Yes. So I want to hear it in your words. What is the missing piece that could be in this box? Yeah. So let me work there because I just, I think there's a piece that I, I want to give voice to that I just, I just gave voice to. I want to like, I want to honor it, right? Like I want to honor the fact that there's a part of me that's uncomfortable believing that. Yes. And embodying that I already know that I'm enough, that I am enough, and that I already know whatever it is that makes me that. <laughs> so, you know, I don't need to force myself into being comfortable with that. I will become comfortable with that. I don't need to like suck it up, buttercup my way there. <laughs> For a moment, just let's pretend that you are comfortable. Okay. With this, this, with this discomfort, we're just pretending. Okay. So in your own words, what is the missing piece that potentially could be in this gift? Well, the missing piece is accepting the gift and being gracious about it. And saying thank you <laughs> yes and what is the gift well the gift is in fact that i am enough Vilma, i know you want me to say it yes <laughs> and i can say it all day long it's like the gift is embodying it yes the gift is was what i just said it's receiving it gracefully but the for the sake of the gift is for the sake of something else, yes. right? So there's like, it's a process, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yes. It's really nice to get that fourth placemat. 
you know, it could be for the sake of just having the placemats on the table because it looks nice and like they're out of the drawer and everybody gets to look at them now. But there's also the for the sake of that's like, oh, and I get to like use them when I have people for dinner yeah. and other people get to experience this. Yes. And then, you know, maybe fast forward into the future. Maybe it's for the sake of I'm done with the placemats one day yeah. and I get to give them to somebody else who really loves them. Yes. Lisa, I'm going to bring us back, if that's okay. Where are you bringing us back to? Pretending to accept this gift. Let's embody it. It's just pretend. Accepting it. It's like you're in the in a drama performance. Your role is to accept just for playing. Let's play with it. I am experiencing a humongous amount of resistance. <laughs> I'm like, uh, but play is, it's, I get, I get what you're doing. And I, let's see how far we can go with it. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for playing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, let's assume this was a play, a drama, and uh, there is a gift and somebody is receiving the gift. How would they receive it? Would they be standing, sitting? Would their arms be wide open? Would they be ready to embrace it, hug it? In the play state? Yes. Yeah. In the play state, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to like the gifts under the Christmas tree. I would jump up from my chair and be like, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how did you know? Yes. Thank you so much. You know, this is the best gift ever. Yes. You know, it was like I just got the Barbie doll of the season. <laughs> yes, let's do it. Let's jump off of our chairs. <laughs> I would like you to read back to me what it is that you're receiving from me right now. <laughs> That you want to accept this gift. You you are excited about this gift. No, that's not what you're saying. <laughs> that's not what I'm giving you. <laughs> I'm giving you that. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> but I'm going to meet you halfway, but I'm going to meet you halfway because, um, because that's progress. It, halfway is progress. Yes. It is. Okay. So what is that halfway point? The halfway is like. <laughs> yeah. And it's me like not getting out of my seat, but raising my arms and in the way I would if I were jumping up and down like a kid. Right. It's me and bot like moving my body. <laughs> Not all the way. Actually, my seat really bounces. So I'm going to bounce in my seat. And 
there's a voice in my head that's like cut it out <laughs> like pushing that over here and i'm continuing to bounce <laughs> yeah and i'm bouncing with you <laughs> this is fun yeah this is as far as it goes right now yes. but it's it's farther than where i was and it's not all the way to where you were inviting me yes <laughs> all right so let's come back and um what's here now in this space it's the both and both and is here and what that means in plain old english language is i stepped a couple feet forward into the embodiment of the gift and i'm aware of the voice of the critical voice that's saying yeah no 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 none of that for you so i'm just trying to keep it back here so i'm ahead yeah. i've stepped out away i'm moving yeah. <laughs> and yet i am aware of that limitation but really trying to stay separate from it yes i see you're sitting taller yeah your body has grown slightly what would you like to do with this gift for now for this moment i would like to keep it close to me mhm sort of like the kind of gift that that's like a box of chocolates <laughs> you know you open it up and you take one out you sneak it out yeah and you take a little bite of it and you're like savoring it yes you know yeah <laughs> there's a limited number of chocolates in there and you're going to make them last <laughs> um and not in a stingy way although i do realize that there is a little bit of a energy there i don't really want to entertain that energy mm-hmm. i want to entertain the abundant energy of like what's in there is so good that i am only going to have as much as i can enjoy in any given moment yeah you have this box you know what's in this box and you are ready to enjoy it a little bit at a time and you don't want to open the box that last i don't want to open the box like i am i'm peeking in i i think that i have opened the box i've peeked in you know and in the metaphor is like i i'm afraid of the impact of the sugar high if i take too much from the box so i'm just like nibbling right and at some point i might be like forget about it i i'm i'm willing to throw caution to the wind and have a sugar high but right now i'm i'm just sampling that's amazing and you've invited me to sample with my <laughs> bouncing celebration in my chair yes yes is this a good place to stop for today yeah actually can i say one more thing yeah because i want to make it real on another level so there's something i realized in the process of taking the exam and getting the credential and i have a sense of what it is and i 
want to receive all that it is, but I'm only prepared to do it a little bit at a time. Mm -hmm. And so we just, you helped me open the box, peek in, receive a little bit of what it is, which is basically myself. <laughs> yeah. Like a, an accurate image of myself. And I'll take more when I'm hungry for it. That's amazing. That's awesome. So thank you. Now we can stop. <laughs> All right. What are you making a commitment to? I'm committing to savoring the bite that I took this morning with you and digesting it well or watching it digest, watching how it digests. And I think the commitment would be that when I'm hungry again, to not starve myself. Awesome. Ah, more amazing metaphor incoming. <laughs> to not starve myself of an accurate reflection. Yes. And to go back and to, to take another bite, maybe a bigger one this time. I love it. So I heard commitment to not starving yourself, commitment to savoring yourself, enjoying the gift. Yeah. All right. Let's end here for today. Okay. And now on to our post game. So Vimla, I'm curious, what's present for you as the coach? I'm feeling so much relief. And um, I'm guessing that not all of this feeling is mine, but uh, I am experiencing relief. What are you relieved about? I guess my biggest relief is you're not going to starve yourself. <laughs> it, it's, um, it seems to be important. In my headspace, I don't know why it's important, but it seems like maybe it's important to you. That makes it important to me in this moment. Mm -hmm. That's the relief. That's the biggest relief I'm experiencing. That. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense because as the client, what's present for me is a very palpable sense of something that is invisible, that we're making visible. Yes that is really important. It feels like this giant Harry Potter key. You know, it's like a Harry Potter character carrying a key that's so big and they're putting it in this door and turning it, right? It seems like a really important thing. So I'm feeling it through like this vibration in my body, mm -hmm. in my physical body, but it's powerful enough that you're feeling it over there. Yes. So what's present is we're both feeling the significance of the topic. Anything else? I had to manage myself because I had that desire that, oh, let's open that gift and accept it. And it's beautiful. It's for you. And it will look so beautiful on you. I had to respect that my client is not ready and that's okay.
Yeah. So I understand that I was the client, but I'm just going to riff with you as the coach right now. It sounds like what you're talking about are some coaching skills. Yes. One of them was intuition. Yes. That there is something important here. And that comes maybe from previous history, coaching together, but it also, it's available to any coach in any session at any time. Yes. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a skill that gets applied, yeah? Yes. And that you paired that with the skill of self-management, of staying with me and my agenda and where I could go and be and not where you might see me capable of going. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In the session, there was one more place where I leaned in to my intuition and directing my client a little bit, directing you, Lisa without permission, but I was waiting and I was ready. If you said no, we would not go there. And that was the place where you went into talking about what is it for the sake of, instead of opening the gift or embodying the gift. And I said, yes, that's important, but let's just first open the gift. And as you look back on that moment in the session, do you remember what was going on inside you? Do you remember a conscious choice about that? It was almost like my body shut down slightly. My body went like, what just happened? We had a gift here. This is exciting. Why are we going away from this gift? <laughs> my body didn't have the energy. It had a little bit of energy leakage. I was also following my body. But of course, I was completely ready. If you didn't want to go back, we would not have, like if you had resisted again or resisted a lot, we would not go there. Yeah, I think it's really important to point out that that moment is possible because of the other competencies that have been built up in the coaching relationship. So yes, building trust is a coaching skill. And there had been enough trust built up that you trusted that I could push back. Yeah. And that was when I steered a little bit. Yeah. And steered on the foundation of the trust that exists yes. in the relationship. Yeah. And probably too on the coaching skill of intuition that you had. Yes. Well, I guess I think of intuition as a head thing, but I guess it really is like a whole body thing. You were paying attention to what was happening with your body and following that. Yes, absolutely. The whole body thing. And it's also the trust in the coaching process. You know this process. You trust the process. And because you're familiar with it, you're willing to experiment for a few minutes here and there, even if you're being steered in a place where you may not like to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. The, the trust happens at different levels of abstraction. Yes. And that moment may not have been possible with a client who 
was not necessarily trusting of the coaching process or hadn't built up a great deal of trust to the process. Yes. Yeah. They can have a great deal of trust in you, but maybe not the process and it wouldn't have the same impact. Yeah, absolutely. So for example, if I was talking to a friend of mine and uh, though we have great trust, but if I tell them, Hey, let's go this way. First, they need to understand it. They need to know what the process is because they're surprised. And then I have to explain the process to them. So we have to set it up, set up the context, and then they might be willing to go there. Yeah. So the coaching process also helps. Yeah. Yep. We make agreements with clients. Yes. There are things that we both agree to. We practice a style of coaching called co-active. That's 100% from the coach and 100% from the client. And we make agreements about what those things are. And I think, at least in my sessions, we often come back and we enhance the agreements over time because I think the agreements that we make in the beginning, especially with clients who haven't been coached much in their life or are new to coaching, they agree to things, but there isn't really a deep understanding of what they're agreeing to. Absolutely. So we come back and now that we have a clearer picture of what the thing is, we can create a more refined agreement. We know more deeply what we're agreeing to. And I think that when we do that, we bring more of our energy. And, you know, that's what helps the process do its thing. Yes, absolutely. I have a client where I think that's what's happening. We have built a lot of trust, but not trust in the coaching process. So the client is willing to go wherever I take them, but there is still a resistance to the process. Yeah. It's sort of like coaching container is the third entity. Like, let's say we were coaching in person and we're in a room together. And the room is this ramshackle of a space. And you can't really relax because you think the ceiling might cave in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't feel safe in the space. Yeah. You can't trust the space. And the coaching process is the space. So you were saying that you are aware that with one of your clients, there's a high degree of trust in the relationship between the coach and the client, but there's some reservations. Well, you didn't use those words. I'm going to use that word. Yeah. In the process. And so when, if ever, does that become a thing? So I know that there's no trust in the process when the wheels are spinning when we keep going around the circle all the time, the topics are repeating themselves, but not going anywhere. So the person is playing, coming into the sandbox to play, but not really playing. And if you had to describe what was what would be going on in the client, I know you're not in there, but if you've ever been in this yeah. position, maybe you've debriefed this with the client, like what's going on with them? inside them? What are they experiencing? 
I feel like their attention is not on themselves. Their attention is more on what is this, trying to understand what is this. Like in coaching, we take our time to create the container, create the process, build the relationship, build the trust. And then all the attention is on the client or the client's topic. But this client in such an example, their attention is not on them. Even though I'm doing my best to put my attention on their topic. Yeah. They are not putting their attention on the topic. What's also showing up for me is that I need to follow their attention. Maybe that's one way to clarify the process for them. Build their trust in the process. Yeah. It, it occurs to me as you say this, that this could really help reconnect the client, bring them back to themselves. Yes. Just doing that. Yes, absolutely. It's so beautiful the way that you were talking about how clients have something going on or they don't, they're not trusting the process. I was making up as you were saying that, that a client feels fearful. Now we can't know what a client feels unless they say it, <laughs> unless we ask and then they say it, right? Yes, absolutely. And it's such a beautiful definition of coaching, bringing the client back to themselves. That's what coaching does. Yeah. I'm really feeling attached to this um, beautiful definition of coaching that just emerged in this conversation. So I was the client, so I'll speak in the first person, bringing me back to myself. Mm. It's kind of a big deal for me to come back to myself. And that's really what that whole coaching session was about. Yeah. Wow. That was powerful. So listeners, we came back to the session after a few weeks and I asked Lisa how she was feeling about this session now. Here's her response. As Vimla and I have been editing this episode to publish, that involves listening to the episode over and over again. And as I have been listening, I'm noticing the significance of this session for me. And I was incredibly uncomfortable in this session. And I wasn't uncomfortable for any reason that had to do with the coaching itself. I was uncomfortable with what this process is asking me to do. Lisa, if I may ask a question for clarity. Sure. You use the word, what this process is asking me to do. What was it asking you to do? Yeah. So through this coaching, I'm being asked to look inside myself and see the truth of what's there. And sometimes that can be overwhelming. That can be overwhelming. Even if what we're seeing, we judge as positive or good. 
sometimes we don't want to look inside because we have a judgment that something's bad or negative. But I can't say enough about how, even if the thing we're looking at is a gift, it can be hard to look at and to be with and to receive. What you're saying is so accurate. It's super hard to look inside. We can look inside and see something that we or society may judge as abundant, good, positive, and whatever labels that we want to put to it and still feel really uncomfortable at the same time. And that's what was going on for me during the session. I, I was only able to go so far in being with that. And now that it's a couple of weeks later, I have an appreciation for a couple of things. One is, is that this kind of thing is a process. It is a process. Um, it isn't always something that we can absorb in one sitting. So I really am trying to be patient with myself around this and really grateful for the coaching process that does actually support patients around that and like holds the whole thing beginning to end. So yeah, it is a process. Also, there is truth in small steps being really vital to processes. And so I guess I would just want to step back and say, even though I didn't go the whole way that I was being invited to go by you as the coach in the session, I took some step. I moved forward a little bit and I challenged myself to do that. I do recognize how much of my energy, my willingness and courage it took me to stay in the conversation and to meet you halfway to your invited destination. <laughs> and, and how important it is to celebrate that. Yes, absolutely. I love that. Yes, I'm so glad you said that. And you were very courageous. You started off the session saying this is uncomfortable and I just want to explore and uh, we did go beyond just exploration and going towards what brings you discomfort is an act of courage. Thank you so much, Lisa. You've been very generous sharing your experience and of course, very brave. All right, so we'll see you next time in the next session. Please feel free to check out our site, www.yourvitalself forward slash coaching confidential and drop us a line. <laughs>